You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Celebrating the murder of innocent people is um, extremely disturbing. I mean, essentially, these, these, these people have been fed propaganda since they were children. Exactly. Um, and the... It's remarkable what humans are capable of if they're fed falsehoods. Yeah, that's Elon Musk. Yesterday he was in Israel and he toured some of the horror with Benjamin Netanyahu. And as a guy who bought Twitter because he's concerned about the flow of information in the world and what's suppressed and what isn't, uh, you know, he's making the point that the, 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 the young people of a lot of the Middle East, but certainly in the Gaza Strip, are fed lies their whole lives about Jews which uh, allows them to not look at them as human beings and, uh, you know, do the things that were done on October 7th. He also vowed to put billions of dollars into the rebuilding of Gaza when this is over, which is an interesting thing for the world's richest man to commit to. Hmm. You know, it's funny. I had assumed that that Musk was talking about uh, young people in the United States being fed propaganda and falsehoods since they were children and believing them. I'm, I'm sure your description is right, but for some reason, since well, my focus is on my own society, I kind of assume that. Both are true. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Uh, on that topic, uh, and just generally what's happening in, in Israel and the U.S., and eh, that whole topic, uh, I thought this was interesting, the Free Beacon doing some great reporting on how elite colleges are not 
enforcing their codes of conduct against foreign students who are demonstrating in favor of Hamas or in favor of the Palestinians or against Israel, however you want to phrase it. Um, you've got like MIT. There are no unauthorized demonstrations allowed on MIT. If you as the Conservative Students Union uh, gets together and, and holds some sort of demonstration, you will be expelled consistently through the years. But, well, we've decided to change our policy a little bit or just not enforce it because these students, if they're expelled, would probably lose their student visas and be deported. So rather than explaining to the kids, look, here are the consequences of your actions because we've got these long-established rules that we've always enforced. Understand, it's going to be a lot worse than you just being expelled. You're going to be kicked out of the country. Now, you you behave the way you want to behave, you're a young adult. No. Instead, MIT, among other colleges, has just suspended their rules because they don't like the outcomes of the rules if it's left-wing students. We've got another... 48 hours of ceasefire or pause going on for more exchanges of hostages, but then it is going to resume at some level, and uh, nobody knows exactly what that's going to look like. But then the uh, college kids will be back in the streets again, I would guess, full force and, uh, you know, uh, harassing their teachers at school and all that sort of thing. And a final note on that topic, uh, there are roughly one million foreign-born students enrolled at American colleges and universities. Uh, at elite institutions like MIT, nearly a quarter of all students hail from another country. They would tell you that's so we have more diversity. But right. the truth is it's because foreign students play, uh, pay the rack rate, which uh, the sticker price, which virtually nobody pays. Anyway, moving along, uh, I thought uh, Mark Esper, the former defense secretary, made an excellent point about the ceasefire, which uh, everyone on the left wants to continue indefinitely in clip 37, Michael. Now, with regard to Hamas, uh, you know, clearly they're not releasing hostages for humanitarian purposes. Uh, they are, first of all, trying to win the narrative out there with regard to the media and the international, uh, the press, the, the global community. And secondly, they're using this time to reposition forces, to refit, to to uh, rearm themselves and do all those things. So clearly they're gonna gain a tactical advantage over the next few days, or as long as this pause extends, and, and they'll use it to their means. Yeah, the secretary shouldn't take a secretary of defense to point that out. Media coverage acting like this is just, you know, an uh, apples to apples, ceasefire, just exchanging hostages. No, it's absolutely in a war to the benefit of Hamas and to the deficit of Israel to have it stop. What's at stake in this war? Israel wants to preserve Israel. Hamas wants to destroy Israel. It's not. It's not a a a a, a b comparison. It's not a an even conflict. We want this piece of land. No, we want this piece of land uh, over some disputed territory other than you know the state of Israel. So yeah, the way it's being portrayed is just idiotic. I think if the ceasefire ends, say in forty eight hours, like Hamas has no more hostages they can produce. Well, that's that's uh, quite the open question is, so if Hamas is in control of all of Gaza like they claim or like it has always seemed like they were, well, then they don't have any control over these other splinter groups or do they or don't they? Anyway, um, there are claims that these other groups have the hostages and they're not as willing to turn them over. If the hostilities rebegin in 48 hours and Israel goes back to the full bombing campaign they were doing before, I think that's. I think there's going to be a, a major movement in world opinion, unfortunately, against Israel. 
I think you're right. It's just, just the reality of the situation, right. which Israel is acutely aware of. Uh, so there's something I wanted to get to uh, in this segment that I'd wanted to get to in the immediate aftermath of the October 7th attacks, but there was so much stuff going on, we didn't get to it. And that's that in, in the heat of the immediate aftermath, even your liberal publications like the New York Times were out with stories about how Hamas, created by the West, how we fund so much of uh, the uh, the Iranian proxy war machine, whether it's Hamas or Hezbollah, uh, the West through governments, uh, aid to Gaza, aid to the West Bank or private citizens. And special report with Brett Baer was on this last night. Michael, we're going to start with clip 45. It's Matthew Levitt of the uh, Washington Institute. The largest Muslim charity in the United States was a charity created by Hamas, the Holy Land Foundation for Relief and Development in Richardson, Texas, outside Dallas, designated by Treasury. Later, several of its leaders were convicted on all counts for material support to Hamas. There was a period of time when this became less of an issue. It never stopped, but it was less of an issue. Now it is a bigger issue again. And on that topic, uh, Congressman David Kustoff of uh, Tennessee. You know, the fact of the matter is, is that we should not give any type of tax benefit to any group or any terrorist organization that wants to hurt us or kill us. I mean, that's the that's the bottom line. So uh, this legislation would take away tax exempt status to any group that provides the keywords are Brett material support uh, to any terrorist organization. And to me, I think that's a no brainer. And at a time, this is no secret. We, we're in very partisan times in Washington, D.C. and across the nation, this should be something that, number one, should be called up for a vote, and I, and I think it will be in the, in the near future, and it should enjoy overwhelming support both in the House of Representatives and hopefully in the United States Senate. It should, but the Democrats don't want to lose the Muslim vote around Detroit. Uh, and he's got a Democratic uh, co-sponsor, Brad Schneider of Illinois, who agrees completely. We're seeing these organizations funny, funnel money to terrorist organizations. It's clearly happening. It's not in dispute. And yet these organizations maintain their tax-exempt status. Wow. That's something. Direct funding from U.S. bank accounts and, and pocketbooks of Hamas and Hezbollah. I don't know how all this is going to shake out in an election year as there is some splintering in both parties. Republicans really over Ukraine, Democrats really over Israel. Um, Chuck Schumer, the leader of the Senate, the Democrats yesterday on Ukraine said nothing would make autocrats like Putin or Xi happier right now than to see the United States waver in our support for the Ukrainian people and its military. But right now, there's a real struggle to get the aid packages to Ukraine and Israel happening for a variety of reasons. Yeah, I saw Nikki Haley's stump speech the other day, and uh, she's hardcore, got to stick with Ukraine. They were, they have been pro-American, pro-West, pro-freedom, her whole stint in the UN and the rest of it, and that uh, to, uh, uh, you know, allow Putin to march over Ukraine will allow him to march even further. She uh, feels likewise about uh, Taiwan, likewise about Israel, and part of her big point, um, and I thought it was, it was bold and it was good, was she said, hey, this whole 
Why are we defending Ukraine's border and not our own? Or, you know, the, the similar false comparisons. She called out as false comparisons. She said if we fully fund Ukraine and Israel, that's like 5% of our military budget. And they're doing the hard work against our most bitter adversaries. Uh, so there's definitely bipartisan support for that point, point of view. I'm sure folks on the other side, the more isolationist uh, wing of the Republican Party, would say, yeah, that's because Chuck Schumer and, uh, and Nikki Haley both work for a race. Theon, right, right, right. Military industrial complex in the swamp and the rest of it. So it's all going to be tied together, it looks like. But you know what's interesting, and I wanted to make the point, was they never attack the argument on its on its face, on its merits. It's always calling out the motivations of the people making the argument I just made. What is that called? I went through a YouTube video with some uh, uh, professor the other day. The 16 logical fallacies that you shouldn't use or fall for. That's one of them right there, mm-hmm. <laughs> which uh, I forget the, what it's called. But anyway, Speaker Johnson, yes, the Speaker of the House is named Johnson, um, after texting with senators yesterday, said he was confident and optimistic that a version of the president's Ukraine-Israel-Taiwan-U.S. border package, all of that tied together in one big thing, would <sighs> pass, citing in part the necessity of stopping Putin from rolling through Europe. But so the support for Israel and Ukraine, and defense of Taiwan, and our border all in one big package, which is the only way you're going to get the some Democrats on board, some Republicans on board, etc., in one big thing. Yeah, I've got to admit, I, I have some sympathy for the Chip Roy argument that that's a little hanky. Why are all those things? They're not related. they got got to vote for them separately. That's just not the way it works in D.C. Well, you can say they're not related, but if people are standing up and saying, I'm not supporting money for Ukraine unless we do something about our border, well, then it's related. Whoops, it's related. <laughs> it is interesting, though. I mean, you talk about some divergent interests. Yeah, they were in the sausage factory now, watching the sausage get made. I told you not to. Disgusting. I was cutting some sausage the other day, some salami. I was looking inside that big <clears throat> loaf of salami and thinking, no, 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 no. what is some of this stuff? It's no, a sick don't, don't focus your eyes. Just cut it, then eat it, and it's <laughs> delicious. <laughs> Kind of do that thing where you just kind of blur your 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 focus, like you're you're uh, you're focused on the the table, so you're not looking at the salami. Right? It's like me getting a blood test. I don't want to see that damn needle going right. into my arm. I'm looking right. over there. So look away while you're cutting the salami. Just put look it on away. a cracker and look eat away. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have some more stuff on education. Oh, interest rates. There's big news on a, an endorsement that matters in the Republican presidential campaign, and a bunch of other stuff on the way. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 77-year-old superstar Dolly Parton stole the show on Thanksgiving at the Cowboys Commanders game dressed as a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. But some critics told her to act her age. Bite me. As far as Dolly is concerned, if I look like that in one of them cowboy things, I might have everything out. That's the women of The View coming to the support of 77-year-old Dolly Parton, a story that continues to royal America. (laughs) Uh, In serious commentary, uh, this this might actually be something. I don't know. Breaking news. The Koch brothers. Remember the evil Koch brothers that you've been hearing about for many, many years and how they (laughs) control America? MSNBC says they're scary. The Koch network has endorsed Nikki Haley, saying it's time to move on from Trump. Byron York of the Washington Examiner, his analysis of that is the GOP donor class and voters are not aligned, strikingly not aligned. The short version is the Republican donor class wants to get rid of former President Trump and the party's voters want to elect him. And we'll see if the donor class has the power to uh, control that or not. Or even influence it. Or even influence it. Speaking of Trump, the Trump campaign is now offering a new mugshot-themed Christmas wrapping paper. And if you don't think my parents are going to have gifts wrapped in Donald Trump mugshot wrapping paper, you're wrong. I don't support <laughs> Trump, and I don't know if I can resist that. <laughs> that is hey, awesome. Speaking of Haley and Trump, play 71 for me, Michael, would you? Nikki Haley campaigning close to home at a spirited town hall in Bluffton, South Carolina. As the New York Times reports, a number of powerful business leaders believe Haley can topple former President Trump. Chief executives, hedge fund investors, and corporate deal makers from both parties are starting to drift in her direction. Haley criticized Trump by saying chaos follows him. We have too much division in this country and too many threats around the world to be sitting in chaos once again. So the scenario would be she shockingly wins New Hampshire, then they go to South Carolina and wins there and everything everything changes yeah kind of although uh, i got the idea that if she's second in iowa and second in new hampshire desantis is done he's toast then it's just one person that the please not trump again vote can coalesce around starting in south carolina even though most desantis voters say they would vote for trump uh their second choice is not nikki haley it's trump correct yeah that's where that's where it gets difficult yeah, and I would uh, quibble with Mike Emanuel there. I don't think the corporate uh, people he was describing think Haley can beat Trump. They think if anybody can beat Trump, it's Haley, and I got so much money, I'm willing to throw a little money at it just in case. And I'm led to believe that women can be president? Is that what? Uh, is that the underlying? That's my understanding of the situation, yes. Okay. Um, and not as important news, Red, Lo- Red Lobster's endless shrimp deal turned out to be a mistake. They lost $11 million in the third quarter because way more people 
took advantage of the endless shrimp deal than they were expecting. You could sit down and pick two types of shrimp to eat nonstop for $20. And it turns out a lot of people thought that was a good idea in June, and it uh, hurt their bottom line. Now, last time I went for that sort of deal, back when I had the A, appetite, and B, low income to make that extra attractive, uh, the, the the servers were so slow. Right. Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do that. Man, IHOP, when they do their uh, uh, bottomless pancake thing, oh, my God. I had a friend. He did, As soon as they came, he'd order another plate. It's the only way he could even possibly come close to getting your money's worth. I think he ate 17 that day. No offense, but does a man of your girth need an endless stack of pancakes? <laughs> I wasn't eating the endless pancakes. <laughs> I see. Okay. Uh, anyway, so that's kind of funny. Their endless shrimp was way more popular than they thought it would be. <laughs> End the shrimp, please. Maybe I'll get to this later. The average adult needs 16 confidence boosters a month to feel their best. What are confidence boosters? Find out by staying tuned. Wow, I am intrigued. Great piece in the Wall Street Journal explaining the whole generational divide, uh, Hamas and Israel. And uh, if if you've doubted what we've been trying to tell you about neo-Marxism, I think you'll believe it now. It's all one thing. Interesting. We do a lot of segments, four hours worth. If you miss one, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. my intention to go on with this show. 
Chinese government is releasing new details about a surge in respiratory illnesses. Health officials say the infections across China are driven by known pathogens, and they insist they are not detecting any new virus like the world saw with COVID four years ago. The World Health Organization says new data from China show the country is facing a post-COVID surge of respiratory illnesses that other countries have already seen. Well, I'm sure it's nothing to worry about, and you can take the Chinese at their word that the fact that their hospitals are overflowing with a respiratory virus, it's not anything weird that we should worry about. Oh, hopefully it's not, and they might just be uh, going through what we went through when COVID left as all of us got sick all of a sudden with the old-fashioned stuff. But uh, you never know with China, and you see they lie, so... That's right, sir. I can't even work up a scoff at, 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 oh, no, it's not a novel respiratory virus. Nothing to see here. Nothing to worry about. We're fine. How are you? Out of China. Good God. Or the WHO. No kidding. Is Dr. Fauci back to work on his bat viruses over there or something? Mentioned this earlier. We were discussing education in a a number of different uh, aspects of it. Um, Got this from Dan, the National Council of Teachers of English. Okay, so this is the national organization represents English teachers. Is hosting their conference, and it is bonkers. It actually ended now. Check out some of the sessions. Lil Wayne in the classroom. That actually doesn't bother me. Lil Wayne, I ain't scared. Small Wayne and a lot of rappers are are fine and skilled wordsmiths. And if that gets kids interested in the language and and writing and reading, I think that's fine. I think that's great. Uh, But it gets, uh, gets worse from there. Far, far worse. Here's another session. Learning how to use CRT, critical race theory, to deepen our teaching of literature. Learning for critical consciousness. Books to inspire activism. It just keeps going. Youth climate activism. Again, this is English Teachers Association. Queerness and graphic novels. Embracing bodies with books. Decolonizing the department. And as Dan wrote, this one really pisses me off. Critiquing the science of reading. The revival of phonics, it isn't going to last. The woke oppose it. The very thing that would actually lift up poor students. Disgusting, cruel, wicked, evil. Deliberate. Deliberate. That one really bothers me because my son, uh, my youngest, did school during the period where phonics was out. And uh, it's, it's interesting on how he can't sound out words. Like long, complicated words, because they didn't do that. Right, right. And the description of the session, for decades, literacy researchers and ELA teachers have debated the best methods to teach young students. This debate continues with different views about the science of reading, in quotes. Uh, With some states mandating that teachers be trained in the science of reading. The presentations in this session provide concise background on science of reading research and illuminate critiques of this approach. The whole critique, problematic, critical race theory, it's all from the same school of neo-Marxism that started in the, the intellectual salons in Frankfurt, mostly in the middle of the 20th century. As James Lindsay has pointed out, this is not a secret. These people wrote books. They signed them with their names. They said, here's what we're going to try to do, and here's how we're going to try to do it. And the whole point is downtrodden people of whatever transgender black people 
Hispanic people. Palestinians. Uh, Palestinians, the illiterate. Just if you are downtrodden, rise up and tear down the system. Because it didn't work, as I've said many times, with workers of the world unite. Then the Wall Street Journal, this is a great piece by Doug Belkin and Melissa Korn. They start by describing this gal, Erin Mullen. Three years ago, she arrived at the University of Massachusetts Amherst. It's a big school. It's And you know what? It's Well, I'll get back to that in a second. Um, she was exhausted by the pandemic without any appetite for politics or demonstrations. Well, last month, three years later, she sat in a holding cell in Amherst jail with her hands cupped behind her back. One of 57 students arrested while protesting the conflict in Gaza. Well, protesting against Israel. Mullen, who is white, her parents were raised Catholic, grew up in an upper middle class Boston suburb. Her political awakening, along with those of tens of thousands of her generation now enrolled at college, fueling a surge of campus unrest not seen since the Vietnam War, which was over a very specific concern where young American men were being drafted and, and dying. Um, and, and they get into the generational divide and the differences in the polls. We've gone through that. You're familiar enough with them. Um, but Mullen and other pro-Palestinian college demonstrators say their activism is, is rooted in a deeply held conviction that the world is divided between the oppressed and their oppressors. That view frames the suffering of an array of populations, they say, including low-income families being evicted from their homes, black and brown people who encounter brutal treatment by the police, migrants turned away from a safe haven at the border, Palestinians struggling to wrest control of territory from the Israelis, and we ought to throw in transgender people, queer youth, the 47 different uh, genders, blah, blah, blah. They're all the oppressed And they see everything through that lens. And they mentioned earlier that, um, where is that paragraph? It's so good. Um, All oppressed and displaced people are fighting for the right to return, declared one speaker. Oh, here it is. Participants seamlessly shifted between calls for a ceasefire in Gaza. Now, here's where I'm driving toward my point that this is all the the big tent of neo-Marxism. Participants seamlessly shifted between calls for a ceasefire in Gaza and concerns about fair wages for graduate students. Oh, and also the police presence on Penn's campus. This is at the University of Pennsylvania. Also, the university's endowment choices. Oh, and also opposition to the construction of a new 76ers basketball arena in the middle of Philadelphia. They actually chanted, uh, chanted, Occupation is a crime from West Philly to Palestine. <laughs> wow. All oppressed and displaced people are fighting for the right to return, declared one speaker who, like most in the audience, wore a mask covering his face because he's a brave revolutionary. From 40th and Market to Palestine, this is the same struggle. Wow. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure I'm following you. Well, that's you, you are if you buy what I'm telling you, and I'm telling I have 100% confidence. They're teaching the kids this this kind of the big tent. All of the oppressed must rise up against all of the oppressors. I'm reminded of what. Uh, oh, and it's worth mentioning but the some illustration. Of the, some of the oppressed would murder you in your sleep. You realize. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Queer rights or Palestinian rights may be the funniest thing I have ever heard in my life. 
including the Marx Brothers, Abbott and Costello, and John Mulaney. Uh, but they have this illustration of the angry students marching and, and chanting in the halls at Amherst there, the University of Massachusetts, with their placards and their Palestinian uh, flags painted on their faces and their piercings and the rest of it. And every person in this hallway but one is a woman, is a young woman, uh, a uh, you know, uh, a phenomenon which continues to fascinate me. Oh, that's yeah. right. And I've got to dig further into that study that showed more than half of young liberal women have mental health disorders. I've actually been reading into the science and the analysis of it, and it's so interesting. Um, but it's, I'm reminded James Lindsay once said brilliantly uh, that uh, critical race theory is calling what you want to control racist until you control it. And it's also calling whatever you want to control homophobic until you control it. Calling whatever you want to control colonialist until you control it. It's all about power. Charles Cook of the National Review wrote a brilliant, brilliant piece about how college campuses went from all lives matter is an obscenity and you should be canceled to all lives matter, Palestinian lives matter, all lives matter. Their their so-called moral arguments are disposable at a moment's notice. It's all about power and they come at you with a moral argument because they know suckers that you want to be a good person and a moral person, and that's what the, gets people to to back down. Well, gosh, they're saying I'm a racist. I'm, I'm against them, so I guess I'm not against them. Terrible. Highly troubling and not over. Well, no, and, and indoctrination works. That's why people do it, and, and propaganda works. That's why people do it, and we have propagandized our children, or allowed them to be propagandized, and we sure as hell better fight against it, or we're going to lose this battle. On a cheerier note, the secret to stress-free holidays is help from our friends at HelloFresh. Skip the last-minute shopping trips, let HelloFresh deliver tasty recipes, quick meals, and party-ready treats right to your door. Not party-unready treats, treats that have to get, like, dressed for an hour and a half. Screw that. Get these party-ready treats. I'm making some sort of tacos tonight from HelloFresh. Oh, the tacos are so good. And I got the uh, the, the little thing there sitting there on how to make them. And uh, if I can make them, anybody can. Over 45 weekly recipes to choose from. Over 100 curated picks from HelloFresh Market. They measure out all the ingredients and put them in little plastic bags and label them really clearly so even an idiot like me can do it. And then I put this stuff together and I'm like, did I do that? I can't believe that I actually made it. It's so delicious and saves you so much time. Everyone wants to cut back on air and spend less time at checkout lines. So skip the extra grocery store ship trip. Rather, let HelloFresh send you easy recipes. Just pick your meals, decide on delivery date, sit back. It's that easy. Use the code ARMSTRONGFREE at HelloFresh.com slash ARMSTRONGFREE. You get one free breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life with the code ARMSTRONGFREE at HelloFresh.com slash ARMSTRONGFREE. Yes, that was an out of nowhere Urkel drop. That I Urkel provided for you there. An uh, Urkel reset. Can I go back to a topic of last hour briefly? Yeah, of course. And this is what's actually from uh, yesterday, but it was uh, continued upon today. It's the idea that now only a third of people believe in the American dream. American dream can be defined by a lot of different things, but in this case, they were defining it as if you work hard, you will get ahead, which I 100% believe is true. Uh, but only a third of people still believe that. And this person makes a pretty good point. The gap between trying hard and being rewarded, which is still true, versus not trying and getting a participation trophy that's good enough 
is so small now that many choose easy street over the road less taken. That, I believe, has changed, as we were discussing earlier. So you try hard, you will get ahead. But the people that don't try hard ain't that far behind you. So you think, what am I doing? (laughs) And the percentage reward you get for working hard, trying hard, striving is less than it was and less likely than it used to be, partly because of factors completely outside of anybody's control. The U.S. will never have an economy like post-World War II again, ever. I hope it doesn't, because if we do, that's because most of the world's been decimated again. Okay, but it's also part that we can control a lot, like just the way the workplace is now. Uh, Academics and the workplace all tied together, and you can't get rid of bad people. You You can't get rid of people who don't try hard. You'll get sued you know, for something, so you, you got to keep them around so they they get just about as much as the people who try hard, which is makes the people who try hard think, what am I doing? Right, right. Same Wall Street Journal piece that I was quoting earlier cites a 2022 Pew Research poll that says nearly half of 18 to 29-year-olds favor socialism more than those who support a market economy, which many blame for the compounding disasters they face. More young people into socialism than the market economy. I hope they the don't know. What they're, I hope they don't know what they're talking about. Well, you've pointed out many times at the point that socialism—I don't know—how would you phrase it—is uh, really thoroughly leeches its way into society, um, and certainly into young people's lives. Um, who's the fool? The guy who's, yeah, who right. puts fifty percent more effort out for three percent more gain. Or the person who sits back and lets the government uh, right. support them. Who's the fool? That's a tough one. Uh, quick economic note for those of, those of us who do believe in capitalism. Uh, according to the Wall Street Journal, interest rates are going to start coming down. That's what all the smart money is saying. They're going to start bringing back down the interest rates. So plan accordingly. Uh, you know, it's good if you're thinking of maybe buying a house like me or anything else. Plenty more on the way of a bunch of stuff. Stay here. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. 
You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. In Denver, as a 21-year-old Colorado Springs resident is suing Meta, alleging exposure to addictive and graphic content on Instagram that led to self-harm, an eating disorder, and suicide attempts. Meta is the parent company of Instagram and Facebook. There's a big article about that in general in the Wall Street Journal. Zuckerberg might be in trouble with his Instagram algorithms. We can talk about that in hour three. Their excuses don't seem to add up. Oh, no. It's clear that they have been, A, dishonest, and B, targeting children like crazy. couple of interesting things. Sunday was the busiest flying day in U.S. history. And yesterday was uh, Cyber Monday was the biggest online shopping day ever. Now, some of that is because of of inflation. If you had the same amount of shopping as the year before, you did. Had a lot more money spent because of inflation. True. Um, The flying thing is interesting, that that many more people are flying than ever before. With all the stats you see about people are worried to death about the economy and think their own personal situation is going the wrong direction, but you're willing to fly, which is an expensive endeavor. Well, and flying has never been so chancy and abusive as it is right now. Sucky. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, Different story. Just came across this. Uh, uh, The average adult needs 16 confidence boosters a month to feel their best. I can get into that in a second, but the stat that I found most interesting is about half of adults feel more confident than they did 10 years ago. Do you think you feel more confident than you did 10 years ago? Hmm. Just in, in general? In yourself. You just, uh, are you, do you feel confident or not? Yeah, yeah, I think I do. Yeah. Um, with most two-thirds of people saying because they're more comfortable with who they are than they were 10 years ago. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I think that's well said. At some point, age-wise, you better be comfortable with who you are because uh, you're running out of time. <laughs> and that's who you are, as it, as it turns out. <laughs> but uh, this is actually a little depressing. Uh, among the people who aren't more confident than they were 10 years, uh, a chunk blame their changing looks. Not liking what they look like anymore. Hmm. Or feel like anymore. So. Hmm. Anywho. Yeah. Um, it kind of depends. I mean, physically, I'm much less confident than I used to be. Uh, you know, any sort of physical endeavor, but that's just inevitable. Thank God I'd been running recently because I landed at C-24 at Denver's massive airport. And because of a delayed flight, had eight minutes until my next flight was supposed to take off as I landed. In fact, I was told by passengers around me, you can't make it. There's no way. They'll have the doors shut already. Well, uh, right. Which I They're figured they to. would. Yeah. Um, but they must have Unless looked... that flight's running late, too. Then, then you're a winner. Well, they were waiting for me. They must have looked at uh-huh. like the connection thing or whatever. But anyway, I had from C-24 to C-65... Which is like, I don't know how far that is, but I ran it, and it was at least a quarter of a mile, if not a half a mile. I ran the whole thing in cowboy boots, pulling a bag, and I was gassed by the time I got done. I ran as fast as I could the whole way. 
And I mean, my lungs were burning. My legs were aching. I was worried I was getting so tired that I was going to trip and fall. No, sprawling. Somebody probably catch it on video and make it go viral. (laughs) Right. Put it to music. Speed it up. Reverse it. (laughs) Travel fails. Right. Right. Old man travel fails. Right. Uh, anyway, I meant it. They, meant, they said, you, Jack? I said, yeah, get in there. So they were holding the door for me. But then I sat down, pouring sweat. My heart oh. rate, according to my watch, 166. Breathing oh. so hard. People next to me looking at me like, are you all right? I'm sure my face was beat red. That's oh, so unpleasant. Yikes. Yikes. Anyhow, I didn't get to the uh, 16 confidence boosters you need to make it through. The, I'll get to those at some point. Yeah, I can barely utter this sentence. I'm so lacking in confidence. Get to those, would you? Maybe mm-hmm. next hour? I just like that idea. About half of people feel more confident than they did 10 years ago. Then half do not. I think I'm hmm. in that former group. Hey, Jack, real quick. This would be you running. Just picture this to video. Music playing while I ran, pulling my bag. I almost stumbled several times. And cowboy boots sprinting with the bag that every once in a while would catch my heels as I was pulling it. I thought, I'm going to go down so hard. The bag's going to be on top of me. It'll spring open. Dirty laundry will go everywhere. (laughs) You're right. You'll get up and start cursing. Then it'll really go viral. (laughs) Armstrong and Getty. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.